It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Wednesday morning, the 3rd of March. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reid on LMFM. Fianna Fáil is becoming a laughing stock under the leadership of Micheál Martin. This is according to the officer board of the party common in Slane County Meath. They say Micheál Martin needs to be replaced with someone who has fire in their belly, someone to lead the way forward, someone who is capable of dealing with devious government partners and someone that will do what is right for the country. The Slane Common says they have been ignored for seven years and they say someone is needed now to lead Fianna Fáil who will reignite pride in the party. A party, they say, was once great but under Micheál Martin has left them feeling disillusioned and abandoned and ignored. Of course, of course the views, I've said that, the views of members of Fianna Fáil do matter and they are taken on board. But, I'm giving my but you're ignoring them and they, they've, they, they, they've preempted that by saying ignore is at your peril. Sorry, I, I, I'm certainly not ignoring my members, and I'm in, in, in regular touch in various channels. Okay, is there anything in this? Them. Is there anything in this letter that you agree with? Do you believe Michal Martin should be replaced? No. Do you believe that Fianna Fáil has been a laughing stock? Look, I mean, you can go through the letter all you want, but if I go through the letter as much as I want, as you put it, and you don't agree with any of it, well then. <sighs> You are what I'm, ignoring the what, views. You're not. You, you, no. you don't. You're not taking them on board. Uh, you're, you're, you're not saying to yourself, "Well, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe they're right." There's always room to change, and I tell you, the people I listen to strongest are the Fianna Fáil members. The letter from uh, the Slane Cummins is uh, the signatories say their last effort to try to regain Fianna Fáil's identity. In despair, they said they were putting their thoughts and feelings on paper, warning the TDs and senators that they wrote to ignore us at your peril. Look, I, 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 I don't agree that the leader of the party should be changed. I mean, I've made that clear. Ignore um, us at our peril. I, I, I'm not going to comment on, indiv- on individual statements in, in a letter that was sent it was sent by members in a private capacity by private citizens. They're entitled to send letters, entitled to their views. 
Um, well, the fact that it ended up in the papers says uh, something in itself, doesn't it? Somebody gave it to the papers. Yeah, that's, that's a matter of whoever did that. Whoever did that, indeed. Uh, that's Minister of State Thomas Byrne, who's a Fianna Fáil TD for Mead East, speaking to me yesterday about the views of his uh, local party colleagues. Now, let's talk to our political correspondent, Sean Defoe. A very good morning to you, Sean, and uh, thanks uh, indeed uh, for joining us on the programme uh, this morning. And uh, Do you pl- think that the common in Slane speaks uh, uh, about uh, a view that's widely held across the country? Uh, morning, Michael. I, I think certain parts of the letter definitely do. In terms of replacing Micheál Martin immediately, I don't think that's a view that's shared very widely in Fianna Fáil. I think the, the general, certainly in the parliamentary party, the feeling is he will get his run as Taoiseach until 2022. And after that, it's very much a live question, which we can go into a bit more later on. But a lot of the letter has the bang of truth. And it was interesting in your interview that you can pay clips of there from, from Thomas Byrne while he said very definitively, no, Micheál Martin shouldn't be replaced. He danced around all the other issues in the letter that she put to him without giving a an opinion either way. And that's because a lot of uh, Fianna Fáil TDs and senators would concede to, to a lot of the things that were in the letter. Yes, the confidence supply programme was a bit of a disaster. They renewed it unilaterally without getting any sort of concessions out of Fine Gael, things like the, the children's hospital um, that, they, that they could have put stamped the foot down on, if you like, that was allowed to go ahead. And then in government, a lot of the problems that are reflected in the letter are, are there and are, are pretty true. So when you talk about mm. communications and, and how Micheál Martin had handled that, certainly there's been a change in that in the last few weeks as he's done a mi- bit of a media blitz and you can argue whether that's gone well or not. In some cases it has, in some cases it hasn't. Uh, he certainly deflected the question over who is Taoiseach that we were all asking at the start of this year, is it him or Leo Varadkar? But that's kind of been replaced with questions over the actual competence of the Taoiseach and of uh, the government. And when it comes to dealing with government partners, and um, I think some of that is fair criticism because there is a lot of tension in this coalition government. Fine Gael have been in government for 10 years. They know the system, they know the way of it. And certainly for the first part, they were running wings around Fianna Fáil. Uh, and how ruling out Sinn Féin as a potential government partner in the campaign cost Fianna Fáil seats. Uh, the common weren't saying that they should partner with Sinn Féin, but they're saying that it shouldn't have been ruled out because that cost the party transfers. Yeah, and that's, that's a view fairly widely shared now. And I must say, during the general election, it wasn't one that was fairly widely shared. A lot of those TDs and a lot of councillors went along with that and said, absolutely no way will we do business with Sinn Féin. And there was internal party pressure on Micheál Martin to come out and say that with the benefit of hindsight and how well Sinn Féin did. The opinion now is, OK, if we, even if we went, even if Fáil went into talks with Sinn Féin, it probably wouldn't lead to a government because on policy they're so widely apart and the obvious choice from a policy point of view was to go in with Fine Gael and the Greens. But you should have at least had the talks to save the face and save the months of bashing in the media that Mary Lou Macdonald gave them for not even talking to her or not even trying to do that. OK, and I suppose some ministers are performing better than others uh, and uh, certainly somebody like Michael McGrath is performing very well. I suppose Thomas Byrne is uh, performing well as uh, the Minister for European Affairs, but that's a limited role and people would have hoped and expected him to have a senior position. Uh, but uh, the common complaining uh, that they lost some of uh, their best talent in Derek Leary and uh, Barry Cowan, who most likely would have made for very good ministers, uh, but it's not the case uh, across the board. And if there's criticism of Fianna Fáil, uh, it's hard to look much further than Norma Foley, Stephen Donnelly and indeed Micheál Martin himself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a bit of irony in the letter when they say that uh, the party should have stood by Derek Leary and Barry Cowan and pointed to how Fine Gael 
we're standing by Leo Varadkar when he's potentially under criminal investigation for the leaking of the, the contract, the IMO contract, to the NAGP, but yet also in the same letter uh, decides not to stand by Micheál Martin and to call for him to be sacked. Uh, there are, have been questions over his performances, uh, uh, particularly in the media where he's been out a lot, but hasn't said a lot, if you like, or when he has, he's put his foot a little bit in it. You've seen Leo Varadkar have to come out a number of times and sort of clarify what the Taoiseach has to say, comments like, we didn't bail out the banks, spring to mind when he just made this kind of a carte blanche allegation. Instead, he was referring to bondholders and the more technicalities of it. But that goes down like a lead balloon with the public. And both Derek Cleary and Barry Cowan probably would have made very good ministers. Both are very competent politicians, but both of them put their foot in it in, in different sort of scandals. Barry Cowan not wanting to come into the doll again and answer questions over his, uh, his drink driving um, uh, allegation charge. And uh, so you can... Make a defence for both of them. You mm. can say that in, in that case, his, his private guard of file was potentially uh, elite sensitively and that it's understandable that he wouldn't want to talk on that. And you could also say about Derek O'Leary, um, that you know, he went to a dinner of a friend. Was it all that serious a thing? I think it was personally. I think Golfgate was an mm. absolute scandal and a, and a sham that it went on at all. And he probably deserved to. And then you look at the portfolios that they took when they went into government, education, uh, health, housing. They got all the difficult ones, Michael, in many ways, mm. to try and deal with. All the problem portfolios fell to Fianna Fáil largely because in the negotiations, the public weren't going to accept uh, them being, uh, Fine Gael being allowed to keep them after their disastrous performances. So a lot of the hope in Fianna Fáil had been Micheál Martin and, and this government would lead us all out of the COVID um, crisis over the next year or two, and hopefully that will happen, and then use the latter life of this government to actually go and fix those problems and use those portfolios to sort out housing, sort out health, and make sure there's a good return to education. The problem is they have been handled so calamitously at the moment that the public has lost faith very largely in these ministers. And I think the confidence in this government really hangs by a thread. And once you lose that, it's very hard to get it back no matter how many years you have. Okay, and out of frustration uh, in trying to be heard, uh, the Cummins sent their letter to all of uh, the TDs and uh, senators in uh, the Oireachtas. What about this question about how it ended up in the papers? Somebody leaked it. Yeah, well, somebody leaked it. I mean, that's that's politics, isn't it? And that's how you get attention to it. They were obviously frustrated. They said they were trying to get in touch with Party HQ for a number of days in a row and couldn't actually do it and felt that this might be the best way to to get attention to it and to to air their frustrations rather than doing it internally and through channels that weren't working. Uh, Ironically, it kind of feeds into this narrative then that Fianna Fáil is a bit of a mess in government, that you've got councillors calling for the Taoiseach's head in the middle of a pandemic and just all feeds into this general sense that the government doesn't really know uh, what it's doing when it's tearing itself apart. You know, there's, I don't mm. think there's any other party where you would uh, get the whiff of a heave in, on a March morning in the middle of a pandemic, Michael. Okay. Thanks very much indeed. John Defoe, our political correspondent. Now let's uh, hear from some local area councillors. Wayne Harding, first of all, a very good morning to you and uh, thanks uh, for joining us. We know that the performance of Fianna Fáil in government has not done anything really for the party in terms of the polls to polls this week, 14 and 13%, a very poor performance. Are you surprised by what uh, the board members of uh, the Cumming and Slane have said in their letter? Uh, good morning, Michael, and good morning to your listeners, and, and thanks for talking to me. Um, I think your, your political correspondent, Sean, is, is certain parts of the letter um, I, would, I would agree with. I think the communication has been poor. I think we learn from that and I, I think that will that will um, come get better. But, as, did, did, as we go but were you this. aware of how frustrated the members of the Common were before seeing this letter? 
was I was I was I aware of? Mm, this have you heard this talk? Well, well, I, of course, because uh, each of those signatories are, are are personal friends of mine, and they and they fought uh, three elections uh, with me, and 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 went to the doors with me, um, and yes, yes, I was I was aware of their frustrations. Yes, I was. Okay, and you agree with some of them, but not all of them, is it? Hello, Wayne. Oh, I think the line has dropped out on us there. I'm not sure if uh, Wayne is still on the line. No, um, we'll try to get Wayne Harding back on the line, but we can hear the views of some other local area councillors now. Uh, let's uh, first hear from Tom Bean, uh, who I spoke to earlier on, and I asked him if he was surprised by what the common members were saying in the letter. Yeah, the uh, letter came into us late Monday evening, um, and obviously took the time to read it then I was a little bit shocked and I say I wouldn't disagree, I wouldn't agree with the with the members you know um, I have full confidence in in Antishock Michal Martin um, obviously you can see that there is a bit of frustration there from the members of the common um, and that's probably on the back of a poor general election for us and obviously the the recent poll figures um, but I firmly believe that Michal Martin has taken all the steps to 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 address the issues um, in, in, in fact that we have an election review coming up um, Sean, we've actually just completed it so Sean Fleming is TD is um, undertaking that But you so, had no indication that that's the way people feel n- Not not per se um, but um, you, you, you haven't heard this sort of talk Look we've Obviously, there was open consultation when we decided to go into confidence and supply with the government, and then obviously we had the program for government, and we went into into um, coalition with with, with 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 other parties. I know, but it, it's clear reading the letter from the board members that they've been crying out for somebody to listen to them, and this is the first you've heard of it. It's. The first I've heard of um, the the letter itself, you know, the first we saw of it was Monday evening. No, um, uh, about the way they feel. Well, look, we have a very large organisation um, and, you know, you can't get to, to, to such a large organisation and expect everyone to be singing off the same hymn sheet. It, ju- it just isn't going to happen. Well, these are and obviously no, very loyal Fianna Fáil supporters, uh, members of the party and board members of the Common, and they believe that the party has become a laughing stock under the leadership of Michal Martin, and they've made their views known, but they've been ignored. Look, absolutely, they're, they're very valued members of, of the party. Like every common member, they're very valued, and they're important. They're, um, but are you telling us you didn't important. know? You te- you're, you're telling us you didn't know about their frustration. Well, I could say I didn't know that 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 it had got to that level of frustration with them. Um, obviously, the first I heard of it was the letter that was published on mon- Monday evening, right? Um, or that came to light with us on Monday evening. So it, it it wasn't something I was fully aware of. You know, you you can say that there is people that 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 have their opinions, and you have to respect that. And we have the one member, one vote system, so everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, but the important thing is we have a clear message going forward. And, you know, we have full support in uh, on Taoiseach Michal Martin. OK. Tom, thank you very much indeed. Michael, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me on. Stephen McKee is also a local area councillor and I asked him a little bit earlier on if he was aware of how the local board members felt. Well, well, I wasn't aware of the letter being sent uh, to party members, but I am certainly 
you know, it's, it's unfortunate that many members right across the country are articulating similar views. Um, I think this is there's a general frustration with the low poll numbers, Michael. And I think it's also borne in frustration with um, with the pandemic and the reflection general, I suppose general fatigue and weariness, mm. Michael, that we're all sharing in relation to restrictions. I suppose people are fed up at this time. So um, you were surprised by the letter, but you weren't particularly surprised by what was being said in it? No, because, um, you know, there are uh, many members who are who are very frustrated with, with how things are going. I mean, look, mistakes have clearly been made, um, you know, particularly over the last six months. We've had a confusion around the return to schools. We've had the mistake, mistaken reopening before Christmas. We've had mixed messaging around quarantining, Michael. Uh, and, and the Taoiseach, as a leader of the country, you know, has to assume responsibility for these mistakes. But the reality is, too, that no party has been beyond reproach when it's come to the handling of the pandemic, Michael. Um, you know, we only have to see, you know, Sinn Féin last September, um, um, Mary Lou McDonald was advocating for the opening of pubs and restaurants. So you, you could make the argument that actually the, the political body itself um, has not performed particularly well over, over, particularly over the last six months, I think. Um, my focus locally is to, to, to work as hard as I can on local issues. You know, mm. effectively representing people who East Mead on issues such as housing, public services, uh, and obviously social infrastructure and so on. I think on a national level, it's clear that Michal Martin and the government needs to up its game. Um, are, you pr- are you proud of Fianna Fáil? I am indeed. I'm a proud member of the party. Uh, yes, but think- are you proud of how Fianna Fáil is performing because uh, the board members uh, say they want to reignite pride in the party, the party that they say was once great, but under Michal Martin has left them feeling disillusioned, abandoned and ignored. Yeah, well, I, I think it's clear the government does need to up its game. It needs, it, it needs to be clearer, more assured with the messaging it wants to articulate and do whatever is required to get the vaccine rollout complete. And does it need? Do, does your party need a new leader, somebody with fire in their belly? I think the serious issues facing the country at the moment with the economy, Brexit, housing, and now is not the time, Michael, in my view, to be calling for change of leader. I do think that a new leader will lead a party to the next general election. Uh, and that will form part, but that will essentially form part of a natural cycle when the teacher's time comes to an end. But for the time being, as I said, I think it's important that the government ups its game and gets on with governing. And is there a problem, as the members highlight in their letter, with communication between party members? They say they've been ignored for seven years. I think there has been communication issues over the last number of years, but I think it is, it is worth noting there is a review going on at the moment. Sean Fleming is undertaking a review of the party's performance at the last general election. And all these issues in relation to communication, um, you know, uh, the, the sense of, I suppose, like what you're referring to there, that, that the me- members aren't being listened to. And that has been a problem over the last number of years. Stephen McKee there. Let's uh, go back uh, to Wayne Harding. We've re-established that line with Wayne and uh, a very good morning once again to you, Wayne. Uh, I know that uh, you wanted to come back on. Thank you for coming back to me. And since since I've left you, uh, a couple of people have contacted me to say that it was on my end um, just because I I was struggling with your questions, but it's it's not on my end. I'm I'm happy to answer your questions. Go go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Well, I, I think where we left you, uh, last time you were saying that uh, you'd be personal friends uh, with uh, the people who signed uh, the letter, the board of the coming in Slane and you'd have been very much aware of their feelings and I think I was about to ask you if you agreed with what was said or much of what was said I, 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 I agree with the, uh, the, the anger that they, that they expressed in the letter um, 
and I agree. I, I don't. I don't agree with all of it. Um, but that's that's we're we're a democratically elected party, and and they're entitled to their views, and they're entitled to express them. Um, I think they were a little bit let down. Uh, I, I feel I feel sympathy for them insofar as that um, it, it's on your desk. It wasn't. It was sent to Fianna Fáil yeah. headquarters, but. That's that's the nature of. Um, and you, they've been the, let the down by the who? They've been let down, in your opinion, by whoever gave it to the papers. Yes, I do yeah. believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because they 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 wanted to express um, their opinions to to um, the Fianna Fáil um, hierarchy. And, and that comes and, back to the issue of sent. that comes yeah, back to sure, the issue of communication, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, which I think Ab- you absolutely. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you said you agreed with them on that front. That communication is poor. Yeah, but I think I think that, that they, they will meet Sean Fleming, um, and I, I think I think their letter has been has been wide, widely read uh, within Fianna Fáil, and I think I think Fianna Fáil will will learn from the mistakes that they made in relation to the members of the, uh, who 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 sent that letter. Right, uh, and has Thomas Burns' uh, position? Uh, fed into the thinking locally. Do you think? Do you think that there was disappointment uh, that he wasn't given uh, senior ministry, uh, and uh, there was an awful fallout then uh, about the Barry Cowan affair? Well, I, I think anybody who, who who overlooked for a senior ministry position um, in, in 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 any political party. Will will feel disappointed, but I I don't believe it's connected to to Barry Cowan. I I wouldn't. I, I don't see that. But there was an awful fallout uh, uh, at the time of the Barry Cowan affair, uh, and uh, as to whether Thomas Byrne uh, was briefing the media against him. Well, I, th- I think I think you discussed that with Thomas Bourne. Yeah, but is that um, and, and, and that has is, been dealt with? But it, for between, is that not for between you and Thomas Bourne? No, I'm asking I, if I, that's been feeding into the thinking of local members. Oh, I don't, I don't believe it's connected at all. No, no, not at all. Okay, uh, and what about the performance of uh, Fianna Fáil in government? The performance of Michal Martin and the performance of the ministers, and as to whether Barry Cowan and uh, Derek Cleary uh, should have been stood down in the way they were. All of these seem to be issues uh, for the coming in slain. Do you agree with any of those points? Um, I think I think it was it was it was very unfortunate for 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 Dara and and Barry Cowan. I think they're they're very good good people. Um, I think, and I think that Cumberland Slane would, would agree with that. I, I also think, um, and I think it's in the letter, um, that they they would be very respectful of Michael Martin's uh, work as Taoiseach. And while while it's in the letter that it arrived on your desk, it's not what I agree with. You, you don't change managers. Um, I, I, I come from a GA background, played football, you can talk about it, Alex Ferguson, Sean Boylan. Um, don't don't change your captain because of a couple of of um, poor opinion polls. That's not the way I'd work. I think he's I think he's done a good a good job, a very honest job, in a, in, in the most difficult time in in our in our country's history, okay. hundred years. Okay, I have to leave it there if that's all right, Wayne. Uh, and and thanks yeah, for coming yeah, back yeah, to me. Yeah, thank no, you. And thank you for coming back to us and apologies uh, for the problems uh, with the connections earlier on. Uh, and our, our thanks to Wayne Harding, Tom Bean and Stephen McKee, who were all Fianna Fáil councillors in Eastmead. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.